You are now listening to the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at BringDownTheBand.com, and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. We're now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7 with a great computer that PJJ Div hates. Chat is lit. Everybody is in here. We're ready to roll. My man, Jay Moore, what's happening? Man, just uh, another day, another dollar. Well, I wish it was. A, I mean, it's been another day. I'm not sure about the dollar, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, uh, you know, we're hanging in there. Still trying to stay quarantined. Still trying to stay Rona and police free. Okay. They say you're doing, they say you're doing eight your, to 10 miles. Uh, only fans page. Yeah, look, if I look, if I can find a way to get money off of these OnlyFans page, like some of these, um, you know, these these sexy ladies, trust me, like I seen a girl buy a whole car in cash off this OnlyFans. So yeah. I am not, I'm not gonna hate it all on those ladies the getting hustle, that money. The hustle is real. Be clear, the hustle is the hustle is yeah. real out there in these streets. My man, DJ J Dip, what's happening, man? Salutations. What's going on? To see you as always, brother. You all right? Yeah, man. You know, just day to day living. Family life, work life, daddy life. Sound real grown right now. A little bit, you know. I'm paying okay. into a few okay. things that they snatching out of my check. Mm. No, they gonna snatch it. So we already know that. Yes, uh, sir. And my rounding out, out the squad as always. The privilege lighting, man. Longevity. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. You know, the the lights are working great. The camera's working great. You know, the mic's working great. So. uh Doing what I can. Mike, you look frozen. <clears throat> Looks like Mike Michael is uh, frozen right now. He's frozen in space. But uh, okay, that's uh, this is a live. This is a live show. It is what it is. Right, okay, that, okay, that, he's back. He's back. That's that. That's that. That whack internet package, Mike. Pay yeah. for. It's always one. Mike, you. Mike got one G internet. One <laughs> G. Shout out to everybody. First generation. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat. My man, Nate Jeezy, Slot A, is in the building. Uh, yeah. Did I miss anybody else that announced themselves? Uh, shouts for the shouts to the, the new follow page. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know who else is in there. But, uh, yeah, shouts to y'all. Anybody that's rocking with you. We in here, yo. Shout out to Dave Cronister, I believe is how you say the name. He is our first subscriber, Twitch Vibes. So we really appreciate you, man. Welcome to the community uh we hope you're rocking with us somewhere at some point we really appreciate your contributions man that's that's dope you are the first one to uh jump on the on the squad man so we really appreciate that yep all right so you should have took some of them funds you got that uh laptop with though to get your speed boost up you know what we do shouts to the flood the flood is back flood is back okay Yo, shout out, yeah, shout out to the flood. Good brother right there. Right, all right, all right. The flood, what's happening? All right, so let's go ahead and jump into what we do. Party and uh Party B and uh Mega Stallion have been in the news for they for their watch, you know. Everybody's seen it by now. I would assume if you have social media and you know, monitor your timeline somewhat. Um but a lot of people are talking about the know how quote-unquote tasteless the video is and you know if you guys saw it like they what they're rapping about plus when you throw the visual on top of it like it's it's definitely out there now we're old enough to know 
music like this has existed prior to this, but it seems like everybody is in an uproar um, about, the, especially about the visuals for this record. Um, pulled a couple quotes because CeeLo was being interviewed about this. Um, I want to read to you guys what I read to you guys what CeeLo said, and then I'll kind of toss it around Fuck and see what you, you. think about it. He said, a lot of music today is very unfortunate and disappointing on a personal and moral level. Uh, this is what Green told Far Out. There was once a time when we were savvy enough to code certain things. We could, we could express those. You see, we could express to those it was meant for with the style of language we use. Now music is shameless. It's sheer savagery. And he would later go on to say, tension is also a drug and competition is around. Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, they are all they are all more or less doing similar salacious gesturing uh, to kind of get into position. I get it. Independent woman and being in control, the divine femininity and sexual expression. I get all of that. But at what cost? So CeeLo wasn't holding back at all. And, you know, CeeLo's older than we are. So I know he know about some of the music that was coming out that you could quote. CeeLo ain't selling no records right now either. I mean, his album was pretty dope to me, the one he just dropped, but I ain't going to talk. That's for neither here nor there. But uh, I'll toss it around the room and see what you guys think about that. Are are people our age and older being hypocrites when it comes to this? If I come to you first, you having a, uh, you know, a daughter and have some conversations down the road. How did you, how do you feel about that? Are people being hypocrites? Most definitely they're being hypocrites. I mean, Everybody knows that it's just it's just something to talk about, and and everybody's jumping on the bandwagon to have an opinion because everybody has an opinion nowadays. Um, in yep. today's day and age, on uh, uh Beyonce's wet uh, internet, so <laughs> everybody need to chill and relax because it ain't nothing new under the sun. I mean, we had groups called Bitches with Attitudes coming up. Sure did. Uh, Adina Howard was very popular. Hmm. Uh, Kaya had a song called My Neck, My Back that was on the radio. You know what I'm saying? A lot. Yep. And what, what surprised me a lot is a lot of men are upset at this song. And right. I mean, we've had a lot of suggestive songs um, in our day and time. You know, I mean, there's too many to even name. But it's it's almost like cats out here are scared of wet-ass pussy. <laughs> or they've never had it. Is that what it is? They, they either scared or they never had it. I don't know. But, I mean, you got to censor, censor your own home. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Who cares at the end of the day? It, it is what it is. People have been coming up with these types of tunes since the early 1900s. Even jazz songs back then had suggest, suggestive lyrics. Mm-hmm. So here we are in 2020. And everybody wants to get behind something. So I guess this is the new thing to get behind. So that's where I'm at with it. I can dig it long talk. Uh, What do you want me to talk on? (laughs) What's your take on it, man? Like, do you see it it from any different angle from what Terry said? Or are you pretty much just in in agreement overall with the hypocrisy? Um, I, I don't know. Like, I look at it two different ways, right? One, it's art and culture, it's media. Um, and it's it's nothing new. I think it I think because of uh this might be the biggest song like ever of this. 
You know, like I think I was I was at Decademics yesterday talking to Jay and we looked up the numbers. It already had like 63 million views of the video in like four days. Um, well, you Have you seen the video? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, so nine, nine times out of 10, whoever watched it, watched it more than one time. It is yeah, potentially. It's, it's pretty nice. Yeah, I went through that a couple times. I mean, man. I, I guess yeah. from an artistic standpoint, no, I don't think it's a good song. <laughs> I don't think it's a good song, but at the same time, I, I don't feel like the song was like made for me. So I can watch the video, listen to the song and like keep it moving. Um, yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's like crazy. I don't, I mean the content in the video was pretty crazy, I guess, realistically, as far as just being blunt and in the lyrics and everything well, they were the saying point. and everything they were showing. But, uh, it wasn't like shocking to me. It wasn't like overly shocking though. And you know, I've heard, definitely heard similar things from men artists throughout the years that are popular as well. And you know, so I think the biggest thing for me, the interest, most interesting talking point is how people are like upset, upset at it, you know, like, and they're, they're mad at the, that they would make such a song and so, had the audacity to make such a video. That's the part that's kind of weird to me. Right. Um, but, you know, I'll pass that on to Jay Moore. I'll let Jay speak on it because I know, I know he's got some opinions on that. So I, I pass my time. <clears throat> well, you, <laughs> well you, you know, one of the things that's kind of crazy to me is um, as soon as I saw, like, the, the kind of promotion for it, where it was a picture of um, uh, Megan and Cardi and it said new song coming out on Friday. I tweeted, but without hearing the song or seeing the video that, um, there are going to be think pieces about this by so-called woke dudes, uh, whose real issue is seeing black women enjoy themselves. You know, do I think it's some crazy empowerment theme for women? No, but you know what? Everything is not about politics and empowerment. Sometimes people just want to have some fun and adult fun at that. Like, cause everybody wants to bring, well, what about my kids? What about your kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> sometimes, like and, and this is really, that's that I really, I'm always bothered by that, you know, cause people are always like, well, you know, some people don't have parents. Well, the problem is there's been socioeconomic reasons to why there aren't parents in the home. That's the problem. Not right. that Megan Cardi made a song for the club where you got to be 21 to get in. Well, if the clubs were open. Um, and the thing is, you got to, you know, what comes into your house, like you have to have a certain level of responsibility for what comes in. I remember when I was, uh, when Doggy Style came out, I was 16. I was able to drive around to the record store and get a copy of Doggy Style without having to have, you know, and bring it in the house without my parents seeing. And I remember like I was making a dub of the CD because that's what we used to do, put it on tape because you know, unless you was really balling, you didn't have a CD player in your car in 1993, 94. Um, um, and I remember I left it by the main console and my, my dad like put a p little post-it note. He's a very professional individual. Um, and said, we need to have a talk about this. Now, we never really <laughs> had to talk because it's like, look, it was too late. Um, right. I just think it's it's partially about there's 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 been a, a whole thing running up to um and I, it's it's a crazy thing to tie this all together to uh, Kamala Harris being the vice presidential nominee 
to where there's been um, this very anti-woman, specifically anti-black women sentiment going through um, the media this year to where Beyonce has been called racist uh, because of the, the blackest king. Um, they, they come down extra hard on WNBA players because of their protests. And their protests started before Colin Kaepernick was kneeling. So this isn't new to them. And now you have this almost hip-hop moral majority movement because uh, uh, Cardi and Megan have put out this song, which honestly, if you know hip-hop, this isn't even in the top 20 of most explicit records not even, you know, not even in the last 10 years. Now, if you want to go all the way through the history of hip hop, it's not even close. I, I, uh, it ain't responded it's, like it's somebody on Fader. It's up there. Hold that thought because I want to, I want to go into, I, I want to come back to that, but I want to go into, you, you, you made a good point about the records. Let's name off some of those records that we would say, you, you, you said it pretty easy. Like you felt comfortable. Like it ain't even close. It ain't even close. I'm like, I don't know about that. Like we know some that are bad, but I'm just saying this one is if it ain't close, it's in the neighborhood. So give me. Yeah, give but me you know what? Have you ever listened? Have you listened recently to uh, gone back and listened to as nasty as they want to be, which predates CeeLo and anything that he's talking about, talking about, oh, we was we we knew how to uh, oh, be man. more subtle. Yeah, yeah. Luke had a song literally called Pop That Pussy. Oh. So let's not yeah. act like there's been this subtle a uh, way to talk about sex in hip hop. That's 30 years ago. Think about put it in your mouth. Like how many times you've been in the club and heard people singing that? You know, um, <laughs> NWA, like this is what I got into it. Well, I didn't want to say get into it, but like when somebody on Fader who I knew didn't know the culture and Young Hell said, is WAP the nastiest song to ever be put out in hip hop or, or most explicit song? I said on NWA's second album, they had a song called to um uh let's see to kill a hooker to where <laughs> not only did uh they talk about having sex with the women but they killed them kill and them. then the next song after that was called find them fuck them and flee Here, here's my, where MC here, Ren was talking got, about having sex sweet, with the underage sweet black girl. pussy by DJ Quick <laughs> sweet black pussy yep so yeah, here, at least at least there's a level of fun to the to the Cardi record, some of the records that we grew up on, like I said, I'm 43, where you go back and listen to, and it's literally there's a hateful vibe towards women, hateful and violent vibe towards women. Let me play. Let me play devil's advocate, though. Let me play devil's advocate. I want to play devil's advocate. Go ahead, Lon. I'm sorry. Well, I was just gonna say to Jay's point, I think the difference right here is that the women are controlling the narrative right now. They're controlling their own narrative. Exactly. And, and, you know, that's, that's an important piece to all this. You know, it's not, um, yeah, but go ahead. What, what I, my question is, again, just, just playing devil's advocate. Um, with the records that we are comparing them to, the records that we're talking about, I think um, a lot of the songs that we can name, in my opinion, are B-sides. These are mm. not singles. Like this is a single. No the main. A, this is one of the main. Ain't no fun is a is a club classic. Is that one that was that a lead single off that album? No, it doesn't have no, to be a that lead wasn't, single. See, that's why gets, I disagree. Played, this is the thing though. It gets played more than the other tracks that was on that album. Yeah, but, but at the I, time though, so what I'm so talking is garnering more yeah. income. No, still to this day. 
But what I'm saying is the push, the push as a single, this record was pushed as a single to prep for a project to come out. This is not a B-side. This ain't a song that grew and grew legs or none of that. It's actually released as a single. So that's why I'm saying Devil's Advocate, because to me, that puts it in a different light. You're saying, yo, this is a single. It's got 64 million some views. I think Lone was telling me when he found it, like, don't you, don't you think that's going to hit a little different from the B-sides that we talking about 30 years ago? That's I all do, I'm personally. Saying. I do. I, 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 I think, think it's different. I, well, I, just really briefly, I think it's the I think it's the intentionality behind it. Back then, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, there were definitely songs that were I'm guessing were released as singles that were kind of like this. I mean, we can think of some uh, okay. a handful of them, but uh, there there are. I said a few. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some. My neck, but, my back was on yeah, the radio. That's, that's definitely one. That was um, a single. True. That's her biggest song. Um, Freak like me was on the radio. Baddest I, I, bitch was on the radio. What, what I'll also say though is that, like, even like how they're con- like even how they're writing, like, and how there's no subtleties at all in Cardi's verses at all. There's right. like no subtleties. It's like straight right. to the point. There's no yeah. like any type of weird type nuance. It's like, nah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. And I think that's that that may be a subtle difference, maybe not uh more so in the style of music. I think that's kind of changed throughout the years too. And I, I wouldn't put that on this song particularly, because I think that's just and again, there's all obviously blatant stuff back then as well. But no this doubt about it. This entire song, all the way front to back, is just like whap in your face. Is <laughs> considered a single? Yes, it is. No. Yeah. Tip, tip drill is definitely. Tip drill, tip, no, was tip drill was a single off of Nelly Green's think I think Uncut when I think Tip Drill. I don't think. I do too. I do too. Still, it had a video. I go straight to Uncut. It was a single. It still had a video. It was still on the radio. And you know what? It's still. So I've, seen, I've heard people play Tip Drill at weddings. Yeah. Yeah. True. So WAP, WAP True. would be considered the same thing as a BET Uncut song, right? Yeah, definitely. Let me. Let me but the but BET cut because... songs, the BET cut songs weren't these singles, though. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they were what, that, what that thing, what that thing smelled like was not getting pushed like <laughs> pushed like that wow. That's what I'm had, saying. So but it, it wasn't on a major single. label. But, and it, it also no, wasn't on I mean. when it wasn't on Beyonce's internet either. It was on BET Uncut. Yeah, this is <laughs> where the a big difference internet. comes into play. <laughs> Now, really, when it because like I said, um, this is at a time I don't I don't get any of the channels that just run rap videos back to back to back. Now, if you want to watch hip hop, turn on the internet. You don't turn on the TV, right? So the same restrictions that were there, there's stuff that like you see where people, you know, other rappers they uh, pointing guns at the at the screen and this that and the third that would never play because it it wouldn't pass standards and practices. There's right. no more standards and practices, right? As far as as far as hip hop videos are concerned, because it's direct That's a good point. You don't have to worry about going through the censors at BET and MTV. And what's crazy, well, a lot of people don't realize the censors at BET were way more strict than the censors at MTV. Like people don't remember that, but like there there were two. There were usually two different cuts of videos uh, that would be. Uh, and this is when they were still not. This is when they weren't under the same umbrella. Uh, at Viacom. But I think what bothers a lot of men, particularly, like I said, there's this weird moral majority happening movement in hip hop after this video came out is because 
we're used to having songs where, and like, you know, let's, we've already been pretty raw with it, where yeah. we hear songs about men fucking women. Yep. This is a yeah. song about a woman asserting her dominance and her sexual uh, uh, wanting to make sure she's satisfied and fucking a man and being unapologetic about it. And I don't, and yep. there's always going to be a level of pushback against that because there are men, no matter how liberal they consider themselves to be on the other side, when it's women asserting themselves in this way, they're always going to be uncomfortable. That's it. Goes nine back times to out of 10, these it, goes, it goes back nine to times out of 10, though, These are cats that don't have game and could never get a woman like that. So they they used That's to fair. The, this uh, uh, let them work. if a woman's never got that uh, that walk for you, then you probably are upset about this. Hey, Nicole yeah. is in the chat. Shout out to uh, shout out to Retro P. I asked her what she thought about. Wow, Mike's fading in and out, in and out. This is that what one G internet man? This one G internet's pretty garbage. Oh yeah, yep. you know. Hey, and she says I love. Whoa. But she says she likes it, so you have Yep. All right. Well that's nice. What? <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Once again, I, I, I was I was kind of uh, upset that I wasn't at the club this weekend and see how many times it uh me and DJ Lockstar could play it back to back and see what the reaction would be. Like Yeah. You gotta understand we it, it, when you Yeah, the song that they sampled, there's some hoes in this house. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a club <laughs> staple. Bruh, come yeah, on, it's a house staple. Hey, and you know, and you know who gets money from that? Do y'all know know who Frank Ski is? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frank Ski. Like, um, he was one of the the writers. Uh, basically, he wrote "There's Some Holes in This House." You know, I you know. Oh, he gets good old. <laughs> he's check listed as one of the writers on this song, so he's probably getting a nice check because they sampled you know something that he wrote. It's 30, some, 35 years ago. That's some DMV stuff. Shit, right? What some about, uh, what about uh, DJ Jimmy? And then the response, the women's response, ladies' response, whatnot. I mean, because that's all off that Frank Ski. Like, where that's all from that's all from that original she said, record. She said, she said, suck my pussy for a pork chop <laughs> in response to. There's, in response to hey, what somebody my guy getting, say. Hey, somebody's getting some points off that. What do you say about the starter? First of all, y'all. I'll ride that dick a little harder, and a we're, nigga might buy you a We're definitely not monetizing hey, this video. All, <laughs> nah, this man will get monetized. Um, hey, y'all whack for uh, downplaying my uh, my comment from uh, Nicole, man. She's the only woman in the chat, Goofy. That's valuable. That's profound right there. Y'all some haters. No, yeah, that was, that's you and that one G-ass internet. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> yeah. Nobody right, knew man, what you was talking about. Let's get to the next topic, man. I, but this this ain't going nowhere for sure. Wop some more. No, <laughs> it ain't going nowhere. It's gonna come back up. Somebody else gonna say some other shit, and you know, it, it, I got a feeling it's going it'll it'll pop back up. I just um, don't see. Oh yeah, it. it's gonna pop back up. Man, I was just using those as as quote put quotations around those those words and the phrases that I use. That that's for you. educational I purposes. You. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. Yeah, I love pork so, chops. <laughs> I love I love pussy and about pork chops. <laughs> Sometimes together. I need the audio. I need the audio for that. By the way, <laughs> let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about Illinois, man. Illinois, as they say. So Kanye won't be appearing on a presidential ballot for his home state after election officials in Illinois 
found that 1,900 of the 3,128 signatures West submitted were invalid. That leaves the rapper short of the 2,500 needed to be included on the state's presidential ballot. So this is one of the things that I was concerned about was a whole bunch of people being on some cult shit, voting for him for no reason, with no education, no thinking about anything that he's saying just because he's a superstar. Uh, so I think this is actually good. The flip side to this also is I saw Nick Cannon say that he will vote for Kanye because we need someone black in the White House. That was literally the justification for it. Nick Cannon's always got some weird shit to say, man. Talk to me. Nick Talk Cannon to me. needs to sit a few plays out. Sit like, a few plays out. Lone. <laughs> we you, talked about him. I mean, I, we've talked about him multiple times, you know, but it's just, yeah, this is weird. I, there was something else too. The, the Wisconsin. I mean, I think it's a good thing. I do think it's a good thing that Kanye's not on the ballot. I'll just I say agree. that. Um, he 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 doesn't belong there at least right now. Like, um, especially when he didn't deny the fact that he was entering to to like cause an interference between Biden and Trump. You know, so mm. to me, that's it's not tampering, and it's not necessarily, but it's like like toting that line i guess a little bit i don't know you know you know that concept you know that concept was deemed ridiculous a month or so ago a couple about a month and a half ago when people were saying man he's just in there to try to divide things oh y'all conspiracy theorists why is it every time it's a conspiracy <laughs> kanye says something's a conspiracy theorist and i'll be damned you yeah, know what i'm saying I, like this is funny what how stuff comes back around who thought that was a conspiracy people man people man, are out here my timeline Hey, out of all the conspiracies that have arisen in 2020. Yeah, there's a lot of that, them. Too. That was closely aligned to, to being factual <laughs> more than anything. I didn't actually think. Ain't that about a bitch. I didn't actually think. <laughs> I didn't actually think it was going to get that far. I'll be honest, but it was a lot of mm. people that was shitting on that concept. And mm. it's funny how it came to fruition. But jump in, Jay Diff. What you think about Nick Cannon saying? They're literally saying, I just want to vote for him because we need someone black in the White House. How ir- irresponsible is that shit? Because I think that shit is irresponsible. I mean, that's dumb as shit, man. I and mean, we all know that. Like like Guy said, um, he needs to take some time out and probably ride the bench for the rest of the year because he, he just keeps saying dumb shit um, and getting himself in a position to where he has to explain why he would even utter some, some dumb like that. But I mean, Biden has uh, Kamala Harris on his ticket now, so there's yeah. your black in if that's what you're voting for. Yeah, mm. there's a lot of black people mad about that too. So that's gonna be very interesting to see how that goes. Uh, Jay Moore, what's your thoughts, man? On Yay, uh, is that a good thing? And also, what you think about Nick Cannon, bro? Because you know Nick Cannon, standing those. As much as I um, have had issues with Kanye West, I hope this publicity stunt of him um, trying to run for president, even though he didn't do the work to get on the ballots in all 50 states, so there's no chance of him winning, doesn't doesn't wind him up in some real actual legal trouble. Mm. Um, mm. Because, you know, if you're, you know, the, there are some electioneering uh, laws that he may have broken. And that's, that's, if he did this as a publicity stunt and he and he winds up, possibly having to, uh, you know, go to court or do a little jail time. I think that's very sad. I didn't um, think about that. As far as Nick Cannon is concerned, I think that I, this is the thing with Nick Cannon. He's been so mainstream his whole life. I think he wants a level of street cred 
that he has gone about getting in all the wrong ways. Like, you know, when I, I, I don't know if any, you know, yeah, I don't know if you guys even watch the, um, it's cause it's been taken off the internet. Uh, the, the, the sit down he did with professor Griff. The thing is, I don't know what you thought you were going to achieve from that. Cause look, if you got kicked out of public enemy, like chances are that Man. there's going to be some shit that, you know, that, that honestly you, you, that nothing good can come from that, especially when you're super mainstream. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's worked very hard to have TV shows on different networks and, and yeah. be able to get yeah. looks that a lot of people aren't able to get. Even after telling <clears throat> NBC to kiss his ass, he's still able to get a, get a gig over at Fox and have all this juice at Viacom. And I just think he wants to be down so bad and want to be seen as woke and real. And so he shows up with the turban and the Colin Kaepernick jersey. And it's like, dude, we get it. Like, you don't have the to documentary. put on... You don't have to don't put get on. It. You don't have to put on for us. Um, and so, like when he says, "Oh," I, but the thing is, this is what I see him doing, and this is what happens a lot of times. Look, people are like, "Protect all black women," and you know, I'm down for the cause, and I want to see somebody black in the White House. But now that uh, Kamala Harris is the nominee, it's going to be Kamala as a cop, and she's uh, and she's married to a white man, and like she put all these black people in jail. Like, there's a lot of people who are very vocal, who get all their political information from memes. And yeah, like I, I agree with that. 100%. I agree and, with that. And so 100%. like Nick Cannon is kind people of one get of those out of information period from memes. Yeah. Yep. Nobody wants yep. to do any actual reading. Um, and the thing is, there's no pushback on people with that meme knowledge. Cause people would just like their tweets and be like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Kamala's a cop. And it's like, we have to also get out of this mindset that every black man in jail is, uh, is Nelson Mandela. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> look, I had a cousin that went to jail for selling drugs. Now, is there, are there socioeconomic reasons? And it, it, was there a broken uh, criminal justice system that sends him to too much time for his first offense? Yes. But he was selling crack. So, um, that's the realest thing. That's, that's real as it get. You know, that's why so, was he we have to get out of this mindset that everybody who's in jail <laughs> is on some, is on some righteous shit. There are some people who have been wrongly incarcerated, you know, on some political shit, but there are some people who just been hitting wives and grandmothers in the head, you know, stealing, stealing social security checks. And those people need to be in jail. And like, we can't act like everybody who's done something wrong is, 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 is somehow righteous and that if somebody's a prosecutor and they get those people out of our community and keep us, you know, then that they're somehow uh, uh, against the cause. It's so, going to be very interesting. Like I said, very interesting. There's going to be a lot of it between between now and November. It's going to be a lot of that. So just hold on. Well, we'll you know, I think it's something that will definitely. Well, it's uh, already been a lot of it. I mean, there was a lot of that when she was running for the Democrat nominee. I don't like Kamala Harris. I'm perfectly. I've said that before. I know you do, Jay. Right. And we've, we talked about this. But I, no, I have show. my issues with her, but, but I'm I, not going to go like I'll I'll give you specific political points right. about why I don't like Kamala Harris. Like For one sure. of my points is not going to be that she's married to a white man. Right. Exactly. Uh, and that's and that's why day, if we don't mess with her or not. And, and I hate to say that whole picking the, the lesser evil of the two. I mean, Trump's did a, a terrible job at this position that he has. and. Something needs to be done about it. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah, for sure. Well, look, when you have yeah, a, that's that's what I was going to get to. When you have to. a criminal in the White House, I think we need a prosecutor to be one of the people on the ticket. 
Jump in, Lone. I'm uh, I mean, no, I mean, at this point, it's it's a wash for me. I don't like Biden. I don't really like Kamala. I, I don't, it's, but I feel like they, they fit. I feel like they're a good match, you know, and I feel like they're better mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. the, what's, what the alternative is. I don't hate Kamala. I just don't like her. And then, you know, there's, there's differences there and political ideologies. I don't think she's left enough in my opinion, but, um, but, but I don't hate her. And I don't think that she, to Jay's point, I, I don't think that she is a bad choice for Biden. And I think, um, she probably is a good choice, to be honest. But I personally would have liked somebody more progressive. But it just is what it is. That's very well. Uh, I think one of the things very objective that we have to very objective where we get a little caught up, and and I've said this before, and this is why I think like Donald Trump won, is because like the evangelical Christians they look past him, you know, paying porn stars with checks so they could get their agenda um, advanced. Like, I don't get into personalities. I get into platforms. Um, and when I look at the platform, like, of 2016, there was one party that said, hey, the police are doing just fine. And there's one party that said that we need to really rein in these police and get these consent decrees in order and um, and start to defund the police. And you know what? That party lost because we were caught up in the fact that we didn't like Hillary Clinton. Well, we right. need to stop sure. getting. We need to get away from it's personalities not the time. and start it's not the time right now. The platforms. No, for sure. Yeah, right would, now, right yeah. now is not the time to be upset at Kamala Harris. Like you had your chance nah. yeah. a while ago. Yeah, the culture, know, like, the culturally, the culture is un, unfortunately too into cancel culture. Oh, so anything that people don't agree with, they're ready to cancel you immediately and and uh, figure out the consequences later. Versus and, weighing the options in front of you right now. I think another and, thing and right now it's a it's a hot topic too now. So everybody wants to have an opinion. And that's one of the things that social media has done for everybody, is giving everybody a voice that shouldn't necessarily have a voice. I, because I these agree. are people that wouldn't raise their hand in class. Ooh, they right. be on a computer and type some bullshit out yeah. or cosign a bullshit angle. But yeah. on another level, they wouldn't have nothing to say. So that's that's one of the things about social media. No, I was going to say, and it is, it is great that, you know, that Biden did, you know, he selected a woman and he selected a black woman. And that's kind of a cool thing at the same time. That's never been done before. And beyond that, what I do like about Kamala is the fact that she actually will listen. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the current administration that we have, it's pretty much just whatever Trump says or not, nothing, you know, and... You know, I, I I watched Kamala and because I was a huge Andrew Yang fan, I watched her and Andrew talk back and forth and um, discuss different ideas when he was running and her kind of adopt some of those different ideals. Yeah. I don't know, like, I, I don't hate it. You know, it's just like I, I, I it just comes down to the to the to the fact that I kind of wish it was different. But if we're going to get to that, I mean, I always wish it was different. So who cares? But yeah. I think it'll I mean, like, be something like that we'll love. I wanted my my guy. I was a part of the Yang Gang with with Loan. I, I, if, <laughs> if I could have things I wanted, Andrew Yang would be the the uh, you know because right now universal basic income seems like a really great idea, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. My cousin put me up. My cousin yeah, James put with, me uh, on Yang way back. Yang with uh, uh what's what's my a girl from uh, Georgia? Yeah, that's Stacey who Abrams. I was. I was actually kind of, I was actually kind of hoping that uh, Biden tapped her, to be honest. But um, 
I mean, it is what it is. She's too black. Well, I mean, <laughs> one thing, one thing is for sure. One thing we know for sure is this one here is just getting started. You know what I'm saying? Like this joint is, I'm already seeing, I'm still seeing it now. And it's just the first day of the announcement. So, um, I don't know, man. I wonder what the hip hop community, the OGs and hip hop that are on to, you know, they try to make a political stance or have a opinion or try to, you know, um, be pro voting things of that nature. You got people like Diddy, you know, that come out and say certain things. I wonder what they're going to say and if they will build a, a groundswell behind her as well. About well, being, you, you know, I mean, you saw. Uh, did you see where it was Diddy and a whole bunch of people came out and said that they made a statement towards Biden that he needed to select a, a black woman candidate? Did you see that? No, or, I missed that. No, I didn't I see that. I don't know no, if I, yeah, which, I saw that. And it was a whole bunch of celebrities. So, and then this happened like a day later. So, I mean, maybe no, that I was, was the angle that. Biden was was addressing when he said, "If if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." I'm just being a devil's advocate here. That was hey, hey, he, hey, yeah. Hey, we all hey, know that's hey. false. We all know that he uh, did <laughs> yeah. not mean that. But yeah, uh, well, not I, I didn't know that. Joe Biden oh, owes wow. his political life to black people. He yeah. had never won a primary up until he won South Carolina, and he was carried into that South Carolina primary by black people. Now, um, so I'm not trying to be funny, but like the Democratic Party and the platform, they owe black people. Because honestly, we've been holding them down without getting our tangibles for a long time. So it's about to be um, a shift in this whole thing. It's about to be a whole nother party that's going to emerge on Hopefully. some other stuff. I wanna because, uh, I mean we have yeah. other parties, but they're they're not they're not necessarily gaining yeah. ground with with the youth or whatnot, but they were fed up with what Democrats are doing, and they've been fed up with what, with what Republicans are doing. So something's about to happen. Yep. All I know is, is the, the ticket of Biden and Harris is one that we can hold accountable. And if they don't uh, do what we're supposed to do, we need to go ahead and uh, have it in our minds to primary them out in four years if we don't Absolutely. get our tangibles. And I'm, when I talk Definitely. about us, I talk, I'm really talking about black people. Because that's where my concern is. And because I know we're not getting going to get our tangibles from Donald Trump. Right. Well, let's end it right there. And I, I want to uh, take some time out to shout our, shout out our sponsors real quick before we get into our last topic. All right. We'd like to thank our partners for the new old heads podcast. No bad ideas. Clothing company, Coleman dental, print Finity, indie CD and vinyl sun King brewery, and the hub for all things new old heads, bringingdowntheband.com. Remember, once you type bringing down the band in the search bar on YouTube and the page populates, subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. And as always, we thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Yeah, back at it. I got okay. it. All right. So this last one, uh, before we get out of here, I know Jay Moore got to pay that child support. Um, this, Don't start those kind of rumors. <laughs> there he is. See, Terry's shaking his head, being a hater. Um, so Tech Nine had a show. I just hate the fact that I said it, and I, I have to yeah, apologize you did every episode you did it. because you keep it's on too late. running into the ground. It's too you late never now. Know you, when to let something die. Well, you shouldn't have like said the it. whole it's laptop thing around episode. You said it. You're, just mind, feeding me. you're feeding me now. I'm just going to continue to run it now because you yeah. shouldn't have never said it. Mm-hmm. So you just feed feed me now. 
Anyway. <laughs> feed me. Feed me. So Tech Nine uh apparently had a show that had over a thousand people in it, uh in Missouri. And there's actually uh I think I saw it, I think I sent the vid the link was on TMZ. It was upwards of a thousand people in the show. Nobody social distancing, everybody kicking it and rocking. Uh excuse me, uh rocking rocking with the show like it was normal. At Lake uh, Ozarks. Show was Saturday. Lake Ozarks, yep, at the uh Regalia Hotel. And um Lone, do you do you have that joint I sent you where it has the, the picture of the concert? Yeah, I mean, I'm probably not gonna pull it up. I'm I'm not gonna pull that because we'll get docked for it if we if we if we play the video. So there's a there's a video you can see the concert. I clicked on it, and it looks just like, which is crazy. It's weird that you that we're saying this, but it looks normal like it used to, quote unquote. Just people everywhere. Everybody's having a good time. It's lit. The concert is dope. Like Here, the vibe is up. there. I'll pull it up um, and turn the sound down so you can keep talking. Yeah, like it's crazy. It was crazy to me to actually see it when uh when I clicked on it because you know we've had the conversation about people not paying attention or not abiding by their state's rules or you know just pretty much doing what they want to do and then you get a situation like this if you can see the stream like it was people really out there just kicking it like that looks normal that looks like a regular concert I don't see a mask. I don't, it was the back of people's heads, so who knows? But I'm going to take a guess and say these people don't have masks. And they're, uh, they are really close to one another, if you guys can see that. So it's almost it's two steps forward, two steps back at this point with everything that's going on. Like, I don't know about y'all, but this is very disappointing to me, the fact that people are just like, fuck it. Like, it just, I don't know, man. People On one hand, you'll have people say, get your money, you know? got to get your money. The economy can't be stifled by all this stuff that's going on. But I just, I just don't like the visuals, man. In my personal opinion, I don't like the visuals. Jay Diff, what you think when you see this video, man? Uh, I just see a bunch of people who obviously don't care about their health and well-being. There, now, or the aside, well-being of others. A side view, you can see no masks. Mm, there we go. Okay. It's like Nicole. There's, it's like Nicole. A thousand people here. Mm. Yeah, up to upwards of a thousand. Yep. So what? And in the venue, let this go on. We're in the Ozarks, man. On. Obviously, I it's guess. extra white. Extra white out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. Look, they crap. I don't know if they, they want to catch around. their age. That's up. That's on them. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is disappointing to me, man. Like, like this was set. Yeah. You know, you know how crazy that was. How far that was set an area back? Like, seeing some shit like that. It's unfortunate. Well, I mean, shit. How, Look, what, is, what is their stipulation right now? Because I know we're, we're in a situation where they've extended the clubs being closed here. Yeah. Um, they don't really have a set date for that to open, right? Mm-hmm. They say the 27th, but I'll be honest, when I look at the numbers every day, look, it took us four and a half, almost four, four and a half months to be able to be open for three and a half weeks. Right. Us being closed for barely a month is not going to fix what we've been going through. I I put on my Instagram to all my DJ family, look, you all everybody needs to be updating their resumes because we're not going back to work anytime soon. If we get back in the club by Halloween, I'll be surprised. Like when I see that they're they they're they've canceled the Big Ten football season. 
and yeah. all these other things. You think if they're going to close all that down and they're not going to get all that money, they're certainly not going to open up so we could get this club money. Nah, definitely. So not. I'm just I'm just saying right now, if you like going to the clubs, not not where we are. But what's crazy is clubs outside of Marion County, because of course we're broadcasting from Indiana, and that's basically where Indi- you know the main central Indiana Indianapolis is. If you're in Avon or Greenwood or whatever that's outside of 465, there are clubs that are yeah. still open and packed. Wow. See that baffles See, me. What I don't, like, what, I can't this, believe- that's what I'm not understanding about that because I mean you can literally cross the street and be in a different county, and yep. and you can go out and have fun or, or go to clubs or whatnot. But I mean there's there's loopholes in this shit too. Like you have lots of um, you have hookah bars where people are going to hang out that are packed. People are smoking hookah, blowing shit in the air, and it's still yep. open. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm I'm not understanding the rhyme and reason behind this, but I think everybody needs to get on the same accord so we can get back to normal because we got other countries that if you see the daily ticker as far as how many people are catching it daily and how many people are dying daily, we are in first place as being the worst. Yep. That's not the type of first place I want to be in. So, um, and and it's partly because people are, are so into this, um, uh, I make my own decisions. We're in America. I'm free. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. And people just don't want to bug down for a minute. So I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like it, to me, you know, when everything initially started, um, I, I think it's fair to say that I'm not going to say, I can't speak for everybody, but you would think there was a, you know, uh, a portion of people that thought this would be something that would, you know, we just do what we're supposed to do, you know, time will pass, we can kind of get through it, and then, you know, the summer might take an L, but the fall, you know, you know, it might go back up, but it'll get to the point where we straight. But to me, when, as I continue to watch it and just continue to see people stunt the, stunt the process, now I'm starting to get more concerned because it's like we chalking up 2020. I've already said that, but like, if this trend and cycle continues, how much of 2021 is going to be fucked up? You see what I'm saying? Like, well, are, I'm we, already, are we hey, two quarters, like, are we two uh, quarters see, into uh, 2021 before it's right again? You know, yeah. like, are we halfway through the Nicole next year? I see said that we're locked in our own country. And I mean, that's, that's a fact. Because like, we yeah. can't even travel outside of here right now. And yeah. they're going to use that to, to their advantage because they don't like us any damn way. So if they can use us not being on the same accord and trying to get together and come together and everybody just be cool for a minute then this is an obvious reason for them not to let us come to their countries true because we're so nonchalant about this shit yeah well i mean i talked to uh, a friend of mine b holcomb who was a uh um an iu alum and when he saw the big 10 cancel their season essentially i mean they say they're gonna push it to spring but that's not gonna work because <laughs> Everybody, so you have unless everybody and football at the same time. Yeah, and and unless everybody pushes it to spring, then it. Look, and what about the two sport athletes? And right. think about choose. it like this: you can't. You, we, you can do a bubble for the NBA. You can't do a bubble for Division One basketball. Nah. nah. And so, I honestly don't think we're going to have a Final Four next year either. Me neither. You know, this is unless they're going to have a is, bubble with e-learning. 
<laughs> and you know what? Then it just says it really, <laughs> right, um, right. It really accentuates <laughs> the fact that these guys are that need to be paid. If you're going to have them in this kind of danger, you're going to put them in this type of environment and really not emphasize the fact that they are students, but they are um, bodies for you to make money off of for TV. Then look, that's going to, it's going to raise a whole nother kind of problems that the NCAA doesn't want to deal with. So I honestly think that we are not going to have a final four next year either. I think the NBA, I think the NBA uh, was the most proactive in terms of figuring out a solution, setting up a plan, preparation, you know, having everything set up and then actually implementing and executing it. Like it, the numbers and what they're getting back down there are astounding to me. Cause I was like, man, there's no way it's not going to be, you know, you're not going to work because the playoffs haven't even started yet, but it's like the way that they've well, done. They had, and, they had kind of an advantage though with the NBA because the NBA was already halfway through the season. So that they could pretty much take those numbers and say, okay, well, these teams are eliminated to cut down on how many right. teams are entering the bubble. So right. I mean, that that's kind of yeah. how they were able to to, to come to a um, an agreement as far as doing it, I believe. I, I guess my thing is I'm just giving them to your point, like that that helps it. My thing is I'm giving them peas on the execution part of actually implementing something and, you know, keeping the players that they do have in the bubble safe. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, the, it, it seems like it was well thought out so far. That's what I'm saying. I got you. Um, but I think, I think next year when the league, if the league was to start back up based off, um, you know, we talked about, I think we talked about this off, off air one time. I think it was Jay Moore, maybe Long. I think it would be a situation where they'd have multiple. Do you guys think they could do multiple bubbles in the league? You got an East bubble and a West bubble. You they're going to have to amongst those two. Like they're going to have to. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's got to be they, multiple you know, bubbles. They, they start the season back over. They got to do it with every team. Like I said, there were right. several teams that weren't in the bubble. New York, Chicago. I don't know. Those are the big market teams that weren't in the bubble, but uh, they're going to try to restart Golden the season. Yeah, yeah. Golden State. Um, Minnesota, I believe. So if you're going to try to restart the season um, with every NBA team, you got to have an East and a West bubble. And you might have to do it in quarters like, okay, well, y'all got to come in now. Because honestly, they're not going to be able to get people back in those stadiums if they say that they start the restart the next uh, year's season in December or January. I heard Christmas is what I heard. This isn't going to be going by Christmas. Nope. And these, have have to, these players have to quarantine from their, their families. They can't even see their families. That's the part. Exactly. That's the part. So they'd be in the bubble for who wants to be in the bubble away from their families for the duration of an NBA season. Yeah, like, nobody wants that. that. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's pretty much like soldiers going to war. Well, well not technically like go. soldiers going to war, but the the element of being gone and you can't see your family is pretty much the same yeah. thing as when they have to go away on a tour. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know, man. Let's see. I'm, I want to look into the chat before we get out of here. Uh, the flood said my place of employment isn't expecting staff to come back till May at the earliest. So, mm. so that kind of speaks to what we were <laughs> talking about. You know, how far you want to go into to next year. Um, Retro, yeah, uh, Nicole said it is mad disappointing. I mean, we've even, 
even stuff that we've doing. I mean, we're planning, we had a meeting last week. We're planning for virtual shows for a long time, you know, like, like we, yeah. we did the zoom yeah. thing. We were now doing the broadcast thing, but we're talking about getting lighting and microphones and cameras for everybody. And you know what I mean? So it, recording audio remotely. And so it's like, it's just kind of the new way. Like it, we, we as people in general, you know, like we need to be able to adapt yeah. to this and um, like getting upset that things aren't getting back to normal sooner aren't, is just not going to help anything. And uh, right. at pre- pretending like it's going away, isn't going to help anything either. Like it, you know, so yeah. um, I, I, I do like what uh, the NBA has done. I, you know, I understand some people really like concerts, you know, I really like a lot of yeah. things too, but uh, probably isn't the best not choice. Going back to a big concert till twenty twenty two, unless you live in the Ozarks. Get, get I mean, it's like or, it's like you need to get your VR headsets together and and set up some tours man. that way because or go to a driving or get your yeah driving, driving game up. Yeah, and, and yeah, so the like, question. This, this is this is. No, and, to, and and that's another thing. And then the flood has a question, and he said, "If there's a vaccine next year, how many of you guys are first in line to get it?" I'm not. Shit, not me. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not in first I'm line sure. for nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I'm cool on back. I mean, you, on vaccinations. I mean, I wanna, if, if I want to see somebody me, get it and see what happened. Yeah, I mean, you gonna give me a tax break or uh, or put some money in my pocket? Yeah, I, I mean, maybe yeah, I'm cool. I'm gonna do it for me. Look, hey, and, yeah, and it depends how much it is. Give it out. I want to see him give it out at um, if they give it out at the country clubs and, and tanning salons first, then maybe I'll go get it. Uh, going right but, to the inner city. Yeah, so I'm yeah. no, nah, we're not doing that. He's going right yeah, to the man. inner city first, and they're gonna work their way out I, and see how many I people have died like, from that shit before as they work their I way out. I feel like we're living in a, a long ass episode of Black Mirror. Yep. Yeah. I'm actually kind of disappointed that Black Mirror decided to uh, stop making new episodes because it started getting too real. <laughs> I kind of, kind of, I kind of wish they'd come back. My man, DJ Najeezy hey, said, "All the clubs are going out of business in DC." Damn. Hey, man, all of them. Think about Look, that. There's a lot that's going to go out of cl- every city you're going to go to. Yep. Because there were there were clubs here that remodeled. They took the time when we were not in to remodel, so they're already deep into the money like that. And then when they shut down literally a week after they're not yep. opening back up. Yeah. I saw, I saw the jazz kitchen working through, I, I was, uh, I drive past there the yeah. other day. They seem like they're remodeling all the time or at least of late. Oh yeah. 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 That, that place is going to be, if, if we can get back in there, it's going to be completely different. That's another well, interesting topic. They can operate because they're a, a music venue. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. They, they, can't operate. they can't do live music. I mean, they can they could possibly get around it by operating as a club because they also serve food. Mm-hmm. But as far yeah. as having yeah. people on stage play music, they can't do that. Oh, okay. But couldn't the jazz kitchen, based off the setup, couldn't the jazz kitchen social distance those tables? Is but I think doable or no? Yeah, I think they could. They'd be probably. losing more money opening. Ah, uh, yeah. They'd lose more money opening. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's it's complicated. You know, I talked to the owner of the Jazz Kitchen, you know, not too not too long ago. Well, actually, it was it was kind of long ago. It, time is very relative now. Um, right. But, you know, he, he wasn't even thinking about opening up until what's what's coming up Labor Day. But now yeah. that doesn't even seem realistic. Mm. Yeah. 
Like Nate Jeezy said, even when this is over, he said DJs won't have anywhere to DJ because, you know, places are closed. He says it's going to be late 2020, late 2021 at best before we can think about returning to a normal light, uh, nightlife. And we're that, going, does not, that does not sound far-fetched to me, my brother. No, uh, it's not sound far-fetched. Hey, real- shout out to uh, Cool Hand Lex because he, he actually did something I was thinking. I was thinking about every DJ needs to learn how to farm. And then I seen him post a picture yep. saying he's pretty much gearing He's up retired. for this new thing, which is farming, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Hey, that 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 might be where it's at. Hey. I, I gonna plant well, greens. T- t- <laughs> food. Hey, greens, tomatoes. And we in India. This, this is agriculture center. I guess I can see you shit out here. Potatoes ain't gonna Play grow here, I'll take. No, I say uh, this is a this is a time I mean, I briefly touched on it earlier, but this is a time right now where <clears throat> Um, the truly innovative, innovative are going to succeed because of the country yeah. that we live in, and uh, you know, it's it's one of the, it's like so, some something's going to have to change, man. Like if 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 you run yeah. stages, you're going to have to figure out how to do something different. And I don't necessarily yeah. mean like a different business. You're going to have to figure out a way to so like social socially distance people at concerts. Or yeah, like high five. You know, like they, it's they, they use a old uh, container and made it into a stage, put it in the back of it. Yep, which is so, innovative. But it's it's going to have to be but like they're losing that. money doing that. Yep, and, and the problem is What's the that? problem they're losing money, and so they most likely. But but the problem with that even still is that it's still it doesn't, and this is something that's not even talked about as much is like even though the stages are even struggling right now like we're talking about business owners we're not mm-hmm. even talking about like the people that uh like if the if the people that own the the stages are struggling it even makes it makes people yeah. even more disenfranchised um yeah and uh, look it, it's a, it's unfortunate but people are going to have to figure some shit out or just gonna it's just gonna be under so i, I don't know i don't know I'm, that, I'm just watching at this point the clip that the clip that stands out to me the most is the guy that was when they were looting in minnesota and there was a cop that was out there with the you know people just were running through there going crazy and then a the guy comes up like he was going to try to loot a spot and you know break a window or something and the dude this white guy that came out he's just cursing at the top of his lungs like get away get away from my business didn't know how long it took me to build that. And then he said, y'all have costed me $240,000. Like when I heard him say that, just a small business guy on the street, I'm like, wow. Like what type, how do you, how do you uh, get out of a deficit like that? Like $240,000, like in damages, that's crazy when you think about but, it. But it's not even, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, but let's think aside from that though, like it's it, aside from just, Physical damages. I assume he probably has insurance, but aside from yeah. that, like it's the it's the damages of people not being like the the fact that America is not taking this serious enough. Mm-hmm. We're realizing more so now than ever how selfish of a nation we really are, and because yes. of such, because exactly. of such, we're we're seeing businesses fail. This this is that. The freedom, you know, it's like we used to say, we've said many times on the show, like in, in uh, reference to racism, like you can say whatever you want, but there's repercussions yeah. to it. Right. 
it's the same thing. You don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to, but there are repercussions to it. And those same people, <laughs> we're, we're seeing we're, we're seeing that right now, and it's affecting everybody. And you know, we live we live in a society, and there should be certain things that we abide by in a society that helps society. So it's like it's just a catch all, man. It's it's just a it's a horrible people place don't to care be. Care about in. each other. Nobody cares about no one but this, themselves. And, yeah, and I'm not saying well, that is for everybody, but as the vast majority of this country, that's what it seems like it is, man. It's, it's unfortunate. Well, this is the thing that would, this is where we messed up in America because it works in other countries, but we shouldn't have done it here. We shouldn't have made it about if social, about mask and social distancing is about protecting your fellow American. We should have mm-hmm. just made it look, if you want to be all right, make sure you social distance. Right. And you wear a mask. Hey, look, yep. if I was president of the United States, I'd have got on uh, TV in March and is like, look, do y'all want college football and a full NFL season? Well, yep. then we're going to have to shut this shit down for two weeks. Yep. Period. And you're going to have to wear a mask and you're going to have to social distance. People would have got it then. But if you just that's make it about still think they wouldn't have got it man, because they, they, they made it, they turned it into they turned it into a, um, a partisan thing. Yep. I think that there was potential for the numbers so to be lower. I think the potential of people to what Jay, I agree with Jay Moore from a standpoint of him saying that to, to throw it out there. I do think there's a put, there's the potential for some, a, a group of people to be like, you know what? That's a good point. Let me fall back. Now, does that mean that we would be significantly better now than if someone had said that, who knows, but I, I do. That I, I, I honestly think that with better leadership, in the white house we would be think of new zealand man like they don't have, like if we had better leadership we would definitely be in a better position right now i absolutely believe that's fair that's yeah. fair just i'm, I'm gonna close it know. out there because i know jay yeah. gotta go uh gotta feed them babies um is there anything else that we forgot before we get out of here before, before we get out of here <laughs> nah stick around for the post show anything. All right, so that's going to do it for this for this episode of the podcast. As always, we appreciate your support. Remember, search for Bringing Down the Band on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the bell for notifications uh, so you can stay in loop with us for everything that we drop. We appreciate you all. Right with us on, that, on the post show. We'll see you next week. Peace. Right on. In a minute. All right, hey, Jay, we'll get that bread now. <laughs>